Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey everyone, it's Jessie here. Just a heads up, you know here at our podcast, we're all for wanting to centre the perspectives of people who look like us and women who have historically been pushed to the sidelines of public conversation. So if you haven't already, uh, I welcome you to leave a comment on our Facebook page, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It makes a huge difference in increasing our visibility and centering the conversations that we have on our pods. Enjoy this week's episode. Hey, it's Jessie. Hi, this is Helen. And you're listening to Asian Bitches Down Under. Helen? Yes. Uh, are people still talking about the election or is that now a bygone era thing? I hope it's a bygone era thing. I mean, I'm, I haven't been looking up. Like, I know that Trump is still being the tantrum Little child, yeah. Yeah, so. Speaking of seven year old. (laughs) Speaking of seven year old adult men, there are plenty of them around. (laughs) Oh, and also today is International Men's Day. Happy International Men's Day. Yeah. How are you celebrating the men in your life, Helen? (laughs) Um, By doing this podcast. Yeah, and by talking about them. And bitching about them. (laughs) That's what we're doing today. I wonder how men Um, are celebrating today. I mean, if I was a dude, what would I be celebrating? The fact that I'm on top of everything, maybe? You'd be doing the, exactly the same as what you'd be doing every day, wouldn't you? I guess, yeah. I'd probably go to the bar later on and have a beer by myself. That would be pretty cool. Is it? I don't know. I think a lot of guys would just go on and do their own thing. Right. Yeah, I feel like, well, there's a great pub where I live, um, close to where I live, the Everly, and um, it's a great um it has a great outdoor area space. Like, um, it's very relaxed, chilled. And the other mm-hmm. day, it was really mm-hmm. warm. I was driving by at like, like 12 p.m. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'd really like to like just be outside and drink a beer alone reading a book. But then I was like, I would look really weird if I was doing that by myself. Yeah. And I've also like nev- never gone to a bar alone. Really? Yeah, I get self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Do you? I don't, yeah, I don't really totally. think that you get self-conscious. Oh, I'm so self-conscious. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, yeah. your top is really nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I got it from the side of the road. <laughs> I picked it up from up the side of the road. Randomly on the street. Yeah, well, around where I live in Redfern, there's like people just dump shit outside their home. Um, <laughs> often like stuff that they don't want, like really nice handbags and shoes and this one, it's actually a dress, but yeah, it's really nice and like it flits me. And I don't okay. have to wear a bra. That's what I like about it. I hate wearing a bra. Worst thing yeah, ever same. about being a woman is wearing a bra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so constrained, you know. When I know. Born. Yeah, I don't. Do and it also, my boobs. I have, re- yeah, and I have small boobs, so like, there's nothing to keep in. <laughs> same. <laughs> so what's speaking been of happening? boobs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to a fitness class um, on Wednesday at Marrickville Park, and it's like mm-hmm. awesome because uh, my favorite like trainer Desi, um, she, I go to her like every day. Um, mm-hmm. I work out every day with her, and in classes. So I like doing classes. And on Wednesday, it's like the Mama Baba class, and so I was there with like mums, like with their strollers and their babies around them working out. And I have to say, like two observations: one. Women are fucking extraordinary. Like, women, mothers are fucking extraordinary. Often, they're, like, trying to do squats while they're holding their baby in their hands. I'm like, women, uh. hell, multitasking, you guys are geniuses. And But the other uh-huh. observation I made yesterday was that um, I was the only Asian or person of colour. Like, I was surrounded by white women who looked like alpha women who were, like, super skinny. They all had short blonde hair. They all had like PE Nation on, like really nice active wear. <laughs> you hate and I was like, Nation. Yeah, I know. And then, well, I love what I hate. And then I was thinking for a moment, how did I find myself in such a position? Like, how did I find myself surrounded amongst these rich, white, entitled women who were working out at 10 a.m. on a Wednesday? Why were you in that Confl- class at the first place if it's only for mum and bubs? Uh, well, because on Wednesdays, that's the only class she offers. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I, and I wanted to work out. So I uh-huh. went, even though I don't have, uh, even though I'm not a mum. 
What you carry? What you carry instead of a baby that I, I, I weights? Or... Yeah, I just like carry the weight of my shame on body. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be heavier than a baby. It's heavy. Fuck. It's heavy. Yeah. Fucking Asian shaming. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why people have babies these days. What the fuck? Sorry, just putting it out. There. I don't understand why bring your baby to the well, Helen. Class. Not everyone. So... Not everyone can afford. Well, these white women probably can, but I don't know why they can't afford yeah. an au pair, maybe. Haha. <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of like trying to extend the, you know, the bonding with your baby to another maybe. level. Yeah, I'd like to see. Which, I mean, a lot of mums want to do, but yeah. I don't know. Also, I just it made me realise, why? where are the fathers? Why are the fathers not, like, having fitness classes, you know, with these hot mums, right, and bringing their toddlers to... Wednesday morning fitness classes. I'd like to see mm. a hot dad there. I mean, that that's what we need to normalize, you know, hot dads. dads taking their kids out doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure there's a lot of dads out there that was do I mean, the amount of complaints I'm seeing mm. on weekly basis online mm. on social media platform about women with kids complaining about their partners, it is just too much. To the point that I'm like, why do we even bother get married? Why do you even bother have kids? Mm. Honestly, mm. right? Is that yeah? Well, it's like you know, you still talk like we're in 2020 and we want to talk about equality, but we're hearing. So I mean, at least what I am, mm. you know, I am hearing a lot of stuff from a lot of women complaining about the way that their husband parent their children is just so different to her ideal. Mm. You know, parenting. Mm. I mean, there is there should be a balance, but can you? I'm sure that people out there will understand that this is so different. You know, how mm. a mum and a dad parent their kids. Yeah. Speaking of far, mum, mums and dads, um, the topic that we're discussing today about like the different types of men, alpha, beta, omega men. Uh, there was one mm. website during my research that I found called Fatherly, and mm-hmm. I I just hate the whole term father like and I also don't like the term mother like I hope in 50 years time we just call them parents it's just anything that segregates Mm -hmm. according to sex or according to gender is so unnecessary in today's world you know yeah exactly yeah so I mean I just saw like one of my friends shared a website about um like they they run this this mum of four runs a workshop and seminars I mean online now because of COVID Mm. That um, how you can bond with your baby the first six weeks. How do you tend to their needs? How mm. do you read the signs of their cries and things like that? And I think um, the website's name is like Mama Empowering or something like that. I can't oh ex- remember God. exactly, but but it's I'm a mom my thing. Eyes. Yeah, you're gonna roll your eyes to you. your eyeballs get spasm. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's how I feel when I read the website. I'm like. Okay, so you're essentially just putting all these responsibilities to the mom. Yeah. Like after she will endure the 24 plus fucking hours of labor. labor. Yeah. And then you put all this information to her and expect her to do it. Yeah. That's the it's way of the so world, mate. annoying, exhausting, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you been up to? What, are your, what have you been consuming this week? I've watched On the Rock. Oh, the... someone, one of my friends was talking about Jill it. Murray. Yes, Sophia Coppola's Bru- latest film. Yes, yes. Rashida Jones. Uh-huh. Rosita Jones, yeah. yeah. Um, How was it? I don't want to say it's a bad movie. Just but say I it. Just... If you feel that way, just say it. <laughs> Life's too short. It's... Because we watched the the other Sofia Coppola movie was um, that we have a very good impression of was uh, Lost in was it Lost in Translation, wasn't it? Well, that's one of my favorite films, minus the yeah. Orientalism, minus racism. But yeah, I love that film. Okay, yeah, so. I feel like it's almost similar to that, mm. but it's how do I put it? I just feel like it's, it's still there's a there's elements of uh, that short film that we talked about in one episode, uh, Neighbors Window. Oh my god, yeah. So it's very we very totally white trashed that. And it's very very privileged. Yeah. <laughs> well, like my friend said, um, he said that um, Sophia Coppola. That's her niche market. Like that's her sort of prerogative cultural I mean as yeah, in like style. A she wants to only family. Integra- yeah, interrogate yeah. really rich white people who have mm-hmm. so much money that their mm-hmm. only problem 
is that the fact that they can't be happy with a lot of wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, doesn't... Yeah. So essentially I've, it's a bit yeah. similar like that. I've seen the trailer. Doesn't, don't they go around in a limousine? Doesn't Bill Murray have a limousine and they drive around New York City, something like that? Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure what his career is, but he seems like a art gallery auctioneer mm. or art critics or something like that. But he's super, super loaded. He's so yeah. rich. Yeah. Okay, so he get a chauffeur that he... Someone <laughs> who can... And this super expensive car that can just wait for him. And oh drives in around God. the city. Oh, my God. And gets God. to take um, holidays or uh, being a womanizer, you know. Oh, God. And the story, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's about relationship. Essentially, it's about relationship. But all the things that in the movie, I just, I can't feel resonated to it. Because, mm. like you say, um, Sofia Coppola, she's pretty much, that's in her niche market. She wants to target mm. into that um, social hierarchy i think yeah. the social group yeah, yeah. i think th- she was trying to um drag out something that could be universal regardless of the social yeah. group yeah she into... wants us to sympathize with white privileged people yeah that, yes oh, yeah God. and into from the film yeah. yeah what i feel bad about it is the fact that i love her films like mm-hmm. i even though i criticize the i i even though i criticize the politics of what she's doing and you know, I can see through exactly what she's doing through her narratives. I think it's ostensibly cultural white supremacy. I still find myself loving it the is. tone and the atmosphere and the style of her movie making. I can't help it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not forgiving her for Because you're white worshipping. I know, totally. <laughs> well, like, I just love art and film. And I think Lost in Translation is one of the most beautiful, like, as in just like tone and atmospheric wise, is one of the most beautiful films mm-hmm. that I've seen. Um, well, I also really don't like, like, I don't like a lot of her films. Like, I hated Somewhere. Um, that was sort mm-hmm. of not really popular when it came out, but that was an awful, awful film with, um, I think Dakota John, Dakota Fanning was in there. Um, it was so masturbatory. We just followed this guy, this, like, has-been actor through L.A., and he's just, like, lounging around mm-hmm. in, like, his L.A. pad. It was so dull. Um, Beguiled is another Sofia Coppola <laughs> film that is like good. I didn't love it, and then obviously Virgin Suicides um, is beautiful, but also fucked up in its own way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but yeah, I love. Uh, I think she's got a good eye. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, politics aside, you know, that's a, just something that they would never have to kind of grapple with this dilemma between like loving something and hating something. You know, loving the style of some work of art, but also feeling like the politics of it is totally erroneous. Like, I feel like our love for white people will never be reciprocated, you know? Yeah. I mean, because it doesn't occur to them at all mm, until exactly. that one day that our own culture is actually overpowering them. This. Well, like you know? the famous Declan Fry said, um, whiteness is narcissistic. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. What about you? What have you been. Reading, consuming, anything. Oh my god, the other night. So, well, um, Billy, Carl and I have been doing the um, undoing, doing the undoing, um, which is <laughs> yeah. a binge series on mm-hmm. binge. Um, and it's starring Hugh Grant and um, Nicole Kibben. Again, another yep. story about ludicrously white, uh, mm-hmm. wealthy um, Manhattanites. Yeah. Uh, it's an extraordinary series. I love it so much. We love it so much. We hate the fact that we have to wait every week to, for its release. Mm-hmm. It's released every Monday night, so I go over to their place every Monday night and watch it. But yeah, anyone who's listening who hasn't gone to see it and you have binge, you have to see it. It's so eerie. It's so compelling. It's just mm. extraordinary. And oh, I saw Dirty Grandpa as well the other day. Um, it was just so funny. Like <laughs> Zac Efron mm-hmm. and Robert... Robert what was his name? <laughs> the old dude Which one? that's famous. Robert De Niro. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the old dude that's <laughs> famous. famous. Godfather. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Robert De Niro's in there. Um so the whole premise is that Robert De Niro's um wife has just died and he wants to fuck someone because he hasn't fucked in <laughs> fifteen years. And Audrey oh. Plaza, who's legitimately the best, my oh. favourite Hollywood actress in the world, she's so like unpalatable i love her audrey plaza just has mm. the best face ever like it's she's just so Everyone's great like best face to you sorry yeah i know um my one of my favorite films she's in it's called um ingrid goes west it's with elizabeth mm. olsen it's a stunning film anyway audrey plaza and zac efron 
Um, it's very, very funny. Like, I used to hate those kind of films, but I feel like lately I've been thinking that my life is a joke, which is, like, sick but also true. <laughs> um, and, like, I just like things that are, like, un very, like, sacred about things. And I feel like movies like that just take the piss out of everything. Something about mm-hmm. that, I, I think, in the last few weeks, I've tended to draw my... Like, I fi- found myself being drawn to, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like sentimental stuff. I don't like things that are too sacred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny, because I think a couple episodes ago, you were saying about that you like to watch rom-coms. Oh, Those yeah. I just sediment. You I'm, just jump uh, around. You don't I care. I do, yeah. yeah. I, just, I also just want to laugh as well. Yeah. It's like yeah. dying to laugh. I know. That's what I've been doing the past week. I think it's better for my mental health because I'm just oh listening God, yeah. to um, podcasts that's just with Asian comedy. Like yeah. they're, they're, they're so wrong, so offensive, but they're so funny. I know. Well. I know. I think <laughs> lately I've been thinking how important it is to make sure that you build a life where the people around you make you laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so because life is shit, you know, like life is, is hard, it's tough. Like, we need yeah. to surround ourselves with people who make us laugh, really. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, so just important. last week, mm. just last week when we finished our recording, and my husband and I we went out for a burger for the like burger lunch. Oh, I fucking and... love a burger lunch, <laughs> and he he was just saying that, oh, what, what, um, episode have you been doing? What's the topic? And I was just telling him, and he does this sometimes, you know, he said that, you know, for your mental health, do you want to like tone down your mm. like efforts into looking into feminism stuff, you know, so you don't go over and stress and things like that. And I, mm. I was just sitting on the, at the table and I Fuming? almost like slammed my old, both hands yeah. onto the table yeah, and said, that. I, yeah. no, I cannot do that. You know, I would yeah, never no. rest, you know, I can never rest because, you know, I've got daughter and I've got niece. I can never do that. And but then I said that oh I kind of feel sorry for you because a lot of times that uh, what the the people that I'm poking on is exactly you you know like white men yeah white men yeah I know we've gone through this before. yeah and then he went what well, only sometime and I say but mm. you just told me not to stress too much I've got all this stress for the woman already yeah. I can't put any more yeah. I can't give, give you any more of my level of stress to white men so yeah. you can only have a little bit <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's like an ongoing thing that you and I talk about how, well, for me, I think my greatest damaging flaw is that, you know, I'm attracted to white men. I don't know how to change that. Anyways, um, let's take a break and we'll come back with our main topic for today, uh, alpha males. Hi, we're back. How was your cereal, Helen? <laughs> yeah, we took a break for me to finish my cereal. <laughs> yeah. So Helen is eating Sultana Brand. And Wheat Bix. The whitest food ever. Fuck, oh, and Wheat Bix. <laughs> Wheat Bix, yeah. Hmm. You know the joke about Wheat Bix around our family? Uh, yes. <laughs> when our- yeah, when our parents arrived here in <laughs> Melbourne in two- 1992, two, yeah. February 1992 or March, um, they went to buy... We bigs at Safeway because mum saw a lot of women getting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then my mum thought it was bird feed. No, that was and that thought never... was bird seed. Yeah, yeah. That was saying, like, "What the fuck again. did you get this? You know, why are you feeding mm. me bird seed?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're eating it now because dad needs to lower his cholesterol. I don't know. I actually don't know what my parents. Are. <laughs> I think my mum has porridge for breakfast, mm-hmm. which is super white. Like, as in muesli bowl, bowl porridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know that Wibix are so popular in Taiwan now? Like all the, Oh, really? Like, mum and bub's website, they're promoting it because it's it's foreign, it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. that kind of yep. white stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, Asians just exoticize and valorize anything white people do. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's start with our main topic today. Yeah, so to celebrate International Men's Day, we're looking at the different types of male-presenting identities. This is obviously according to social constructs that are outside of both Helen and I's control, and it's something that I wanted to talk about because I've just been like seeing a lot of it and kind of reflecting mm-hmm. on how um, how kind of insidious it is but like people don't actually talk about it but um every guy in my life um 
takes a sort of presents like moves through the world in a way where he's probably able to be identified as either an alpha male or a beta male or a omega male. Mm-hmm. I've never actually um I've never actually identified any guy as an omega male. Like in my head when I go around my life, I just think either a guy like I don't actually consciously do that, but like if someone asks me um, what are the two types of men? I'd say like either a beta or, a, or an alpha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so an alpha male is like, it's pretty simple. They're pretty like basic. <laughs> um, <laughs> alpha males want to dominate. Like you essentially have men who believe in themselves and go after what they want in life mm-hmm. and with women. Mm-hmm. So um, I think if that's, a, that's the case, then I am totally an alpha female, Helen. Mm-hmm. And because like... Um, Rather than kissing, trying to kiss everyone's ass to hopefully get them to like you, an alpha male simply gets you to know that they're good enough and they're cool enough and worthy enough to want whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way. Like, I hate kissing mm-hmm. ass. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, even though I'm not white, I think a lot of people have often, when they come into my life, they say, oh, Jesse, like, you're so courageous or brave because you do X, Y, Z. But I'm, like, I'm always really confounded when people say that to me because I'm, like... I just go get what I want. Like, what is so confusing or alpha about that? Mm-hmm. Like, what is so unique about a woman who just gets what she wants? Yeah, you know? but I think with alpha and beta categorization, there's. I think it comes down to biological because it comes down to the theory of how, you know, the primitive animals that they have hierarchies within, like, a group. So yeah. alpha is usually, I mean... Like biologically, Alpha is the one who is ten, tend to be like the leader, who gets all the women, who are the showy ones, etc. But I don't really feel like that you're like that. Well, because, yeah, yeah because we're no longer like hunting with spears. Yeah, around. exactly. It's no longer necessary for that. Mm-hmm. Like science, biology, all those things, um, those metrics in the way that we used to see the world, mm-hmm. like they're so obsolete now, mm-hmm. you know? So we're using it as a co- social construct. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, alpha males, they have very high level of social confidence and self-assurance. They're often very charismatic, mm. very friendly, and have this kind of air of entitlement, you know? Mm. Like people like Hollywood stars, for instance. I, I think it's really interesting that in Hollywood we only, like in, in I guess, celebrity culture, we only ever see alpha men. Like so you're not... So if you're not someone who performs these personalities, I think you end up feeling, like, inadequate because, you know, look at James Bond and all those male leads, like um, Tom Cruise from Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the ultimate male show, I think, is a show like Suits, mm. which your son, your 15-year-old son, I believe, yeah, he watched has watched in the past. Ago. I know. Yeah. And I, and when he told me that he – when you told me he watched it, I was mortified because I was like, I don't want yeah, no, you someone hate it. as beautiful – and and like and compassionate and like like non toxically masculine like your son to watch to suits pick up because those I feel traits. like you, yeah because if you are like a young man watching suits you just like feel like that is the way to be yeah yeah I hate it I hate, I hate it suits too. so much yeah. it's, it's fucking it's like so toxic interesting. shit I mean I, I was reading a couple of articles and there was one about um, the title the myth of alpha male. Um, mm. In the article, it says that, you know, the the division between alpha and beta, you know, it, the quote is that um, not only does it greatly simplify the multi-dimensionality of masculinity and grossly underestimate what a man is capable of becoming, but it also doesn't even get to the heart of what is really attractive to women. You know, you always come mm. back to women because we're talking about mm. essentially um, cis-heteronormative, rela- you know, yeah. relationship. And he also says that when we impose these two categories of men in the world, we unnecessarily um, misled young men into acting in certain predefined ways that yeah, aren't exactly. act- actually conducive to attracting and sustain a healthy, enjoyable relationship. Yeah. It's so interesting to note that a man's identity between these categories of alpha, omega, omega and beta is often measured through the lens of the a man's acquisition of sexual approval from the opposite sex as though like how they behave with women were lead Mm -hmm. calculus on how they should be seen Mm -hmm. i really hate that i really really hate that like Mm -hmm. you know as though how a man treats a woman in their attempts to acquire their attention their sexual attention 
is a metric on their value in society and how they ought to be treated. Like it's really fucked up. And it's also a narrative, you know, like that it's just drawn by man and prescriptive exactly. to yeah. the man. You know, it's never yeah. You'd never seen woman like all the all the website articles I've read. It's all written by man, mm. and the podcast yeah, exactly. I listen to yeah. like when doing this research. Fucking hell, seriously, like all men just talk about themselves yeah. and how to become an alpha male. Oh my god, oh my god it was just me. really, yeah. really bad. Oh, actually, yeah, just like the worst film I think I can think of when it comes to alpha men and like how to behave like an alpha male is um Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway's film Love, Drugs and Other Drugs, Sex, <laughs> something like that. You know that I film? I think I've heard it. It is so fucked up because, yeah, because Jake Gyllenhaal... Um, like he one one of the scenes he's like telling someone that one of his tactics to um, attract a woman is to call her by the wrong name. Oh. Like when he sees yeah. a very attractive woman, he like and her name is Samantha. He'll keep calling her Anna, mm-hmm. like just to irritate her. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what are you five years old? It's so it's just stupid. A, just a basic disrespect. It's so disrespectful. Like, like it just the games that yeah i fucking hate that film so much it's so stupid it's like yeah. you know um, the, what the kids are doing at the playground i know go and like push that yeah. girl because you like her and so it's just that's fucking right. stupid that's the famous oscar oh winning film um how to what was the film again um not how to lose a guy in 10 days it's the one where like there's an ensemble cast of like a million gazillion people. What love actually? No, no, it's the one. Um, it's the fa- it's one based on like uh, the famous self help book. He's not that into you. Oh, he's, he's just not, not that, that into yeah. you. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the opening scene, a little girl is being pushed by a little boy in the sandpit in a playground, and uh, uh-huh. um, she goes to her mum, and her mum's like, "Oh, that guy, that little boy just likes you." Fucking hell! Like, it's called violence. Yeah, it's so funny. I know. I know. It's like women, girls learning to be learning how to. How d- that you have to be mistreated by a man? Yeah, from um, that age. That's just so wrong. Yeah, it's so fucked up. It's so yeah. stupid. It gives them the wrong, yeah. like the illusion of that's yeah. the way that you love you. No, that's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the physical traits of an alpha male is um, they're always tall, like mostly. Um, that's like one of the biggest clinches. It's also really interesting whenever I read a book um, when they start describing a male character. Um, introduce a male character they often immediately mention their height Mm -hmm. and if it's like a main character he's often always tall as though like tallness is a signifier of a man's worth which i think i feel like i would want to write a whole book about you know this idea that a man needs to be tall to be attractive yeah i hate it um a beard a guy the guy an alpha man or male always has a beard and like the famous billy from um the pilot club said that the beard, he hates the beard, Billy. He says that they often signify so much about what's bad in TV and cinema and also bad about, like, just the beard kind of... He says a lot of men use beards as, like, a way to flex their muscles mm-hmm. as though, like, oh, I'm masculine. Yeah. It's, like, it's the easiest way to show, like, your masculinity. Yeah, or dominance. Yeah. Like, I've I've had been having so many hours of conversations with Billy about the beard and I've been thinking about writing an essay about the male beard because it's just like, like I am someone who is really attracted to the male beard, but like being with Billy has made me think, um, actually maybe I, m- my reasons for being attracted to the beard are not very good. Mm-hmm. Like when I told him it's like whole primal caveman biological urge, mm. you know, look that I find myself attracted to men with beards. Um, he's like, yeah, but you don't see like men, uh, men in like um, spears, like going to kill a kangaroo on King Street in Newtown. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not necessary these days to to be the hunter. Yeah, yeah. So why do men still have that? Well, even talk about this month, you know, the November, the, the charity that, oh, yeah. that men does for November is called Movember, where they grow up a beer rather than, you know... You, uh, they, no, they grow moustache, a moustache. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, facial hair anyway. So hmm. you raise money through growing a facial hair. That sounds really strange to me like it's not like you go in and do um i don't know do a fun run that you actually move your body or you do yeah. a cycling or you do some kind of charity work to raise the money you just sit there mm. and let your facial hair grow out yeah 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 one of my friends he was like he hates movember because he's like it's so performative mm-hmm. 
It's so performative. Like, why you have to virtue signal to the world that you're doing? Like, it's so narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the moustache. I think the moustache is fucking sexy. But um, I agree with his sentiments about Movember. But you don't take any efforts. There's no efforts to do to just let your hair Well, there out. is. Like, uh, I think um, the actual facial hair... A moustache takes a couple of hours. Like it does take time. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say take it takes time. a couple of hours yeah. a day, but yeah, like they have to snip it and shave, mm. and yeah, there's there's cosmetic manicure routine involved. But yeah, um, alpha males <laughs> don't know if they alpha males don't tend to have moustaches. Maybe I I feel like that's more of a beta male thing. Mm. Um, yeah, but alpha male jobs is like the following: barristers, anyone in the law, finance, bankers, business. Anyone who works in, like, econ- economics, usually private, not government, yeah. um, because, like, private firms get paid much more and alpha males usually are tended to be driven by money. Mm-hmm. Like, they're interested in buying really expensive things to make themselves look good, you know? They're very appearance-orientated. Um, other alpha males include doctors and surgeons or anyone who gets a rush when they tell people what they do at a dinner party, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Hollywood alpha males include... Figures such as Matthew McConaughey, um, Chris Hemsworth, Lame, um, Zac Efron. <laughs> Although I, I think Zac Efron is a bit beater. Uh, George Clooney, um, mm-hmm. Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Um, he's an alpha male dude. Um, Christian Bale, I, I don't know if I would call him alpha male. Um, and also Chuck from Gossip Girl, you know? He's uh, definitely an alpha male. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And often what I find... Alpha males, what I find extremely intolerable about alpha males is because, like, all their attributes I don't find particularly sexy, mm-hmm. you know? Like, alpha males tend to walk around the world with this idea that they need to be certain about things, mm-hmm. you know, confidence, certainty, that the less doubt that they have about something, the better. And to me, that's not very, that's not a very interesting way of living a life, you know? I like men who, I like, not just men, I like people who are always doubting the truth of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what about you? Yeah, I think with alpha male, there's a lot of um, definitions that going going around. Um, for example, you know they they could be um, categorized as very aggressive, controlling, but also mm. assertive, demanding, demanding mm. and full of confidence. But there's also like I think with even with confidence, you can take it as a positive and negative. You know, do you want a yeah. narcissistic male who doesn't know? Anything but pretend he knows. That's one type oh, of confidence. God, I hate that. You know, yeah. like for example, Trump. People call him alpha, but I think that he's such a fake alpha. Yeah, I think he's very, very, very omega. Oh, is he? But he's just well, no, no. He's actually. just like he's just a he's a fraud. Yeah, basically. he's just fraud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do individuals perceive these traits, and how to accept those other traits, and who? Like, I do question, like, who sets. The definition, standards, yeah, yeah. like who also the way you see yourself is different to the way people see you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. often people see me and they're like, "Oh, Jessie's so alpha, like, and she's so confident and all that." But I'm like a mess inside. Like, I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm so jelly. I'm made of jelly. Like inside, I'm just a, inside my body, I'm just a joke. <laughs> yeah, like there's just nothing in there. <laughs> and for our <laughs> listeners, you see, like, like I, I do get sometimes my friends say that, "Oh, your sister's so." straightforward you know she's so direct and I told them that oh you haven't seen the other side of her (laughs) (laughs) yeah I worry about every single little thing Mm -hmm. yeah and you question (laughs) yeah I question everything yeah Yeah. can we should we move on to beta males yeah is there anything else you wanted to say okay so um beta males they're not as forward (laughs) as these these are like these are characteristics I've pushed, pulled out from certain <laughs> articles online. Apparently, beta males are not as forward because they don't treat women in the way women supposedly want to be treated, like a man who takes the lead, which, like, I, I don't know, I'm, I hate that. <laughs> um, apparently, the beta male wants, just wants to get by. He's a bit more passive, you know? He's the one who kind of, in a dinner party, sits back and he's more of an observer, mm-hmm. which is totally me, by the way. Like, I hate speaking um, in a like group of five or six people at a dinner party, I always like mm-hmm. to be the one who maybe this has changed actually because I've grown more mm-hmm. confident in the last few years, but I really like just observing people, you know, mm-hmm. same, you know, at same. a dinner party. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're the same as well. Yeah. Because like, yeah. and I think that's you don't want to take attention that, onto you. 
Yeah, I hate. I don't like attention. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I would never get married. I would never have a wedding <laughs> because I don't want that attention. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like give me, give me, give me attention if I win like the Nobel Prize. That's worthy because I've actually worked for it. Mm-hmm. But like a wedding, like I've just decided to like commit to someone for the rest of my life, which it's is kind of like emotional jail. Yeah. So like I don't showy. know why. <laughs> yeah, I hate that showiness. Also, reason why I don't like birthday parties and I never throw them because I hate the attention on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, beta males, uh, what much of what they say um, and do is designed to hide their insecurities. Mm. Like I think everyone has insecurities, but I think um, some people just hide it better. Yeah, yeah, and I think beta alpha males are very good at that. Like barristers, for instance, mm-hmm. are the king of fucking. I hate barristers so much. I'm the worst. Like, I feel like every second podcast episode, I'm like bitching about barristers. barristers. Yeah. <laughs> one day like you might epitome. need them. Oh my god! No, never. Um, I just feel like they're the like the barristers I've met, the male male barristers. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I have this one great uh, female barrister friend who's like a gem. But like the white male barristers I've met, I just like fucking, I like, just. <laughs> So fucking cocky that it's not funny. Anyway. Yeah. So my next episode podcast is going to be why I hate barristers. <laughs> um, yeah. So beta males, they live their lives apparently based on more on their own values and vision for of other people. Like they seek validation at every turn because they self, they lack self-reliance and a strong sense of personal identity. And they tend to fall into patterns of neediness and self and approval seeking behaviors. So I think, like, um, I think they're more, they tend to be more compliant. You mm-hmm. know, they're more rule followers. Like a, a typical beta male job would be like a teacher or a public servant who lives in Canberra <laughs> <laughs> or like um, employees at a tech firm or tech guys or IT guys. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. IT guys I think are quite beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and like a typical Hollywood example of a beta male would be someone like Jason Bateman, Jerry Seinfeld, Michael Shannon, Dave Franco, Greg Kinnear, and Dan from Gossip Girl. Mm. I think beta males are essentially like the win win, win men for alpha because they're oh, yeah. in the in the yeah. hierarchy sense they're like a bit lower. Again, this is not written by us; it's just a narrative probably developed yeah. by white dudes. You know, they want, mm. just want to create divisions anyway um i think i actually prefer beta men as in oh, i prefer fucking yeah. omega men i prefer the lowest of the lowest men just kidding <laughs> i mean they they've been described as like the nice guy yeah but yeah i don't want anyone that's so showy and overconfident yeah. to the point that they just don't care about anyone else but themselves Whereas yeah. the beta men that they do take in consideration of others and also other people's opinions. Yeah. And I don't know, physical wise, appearing wise. Yeah. They, they can also be tall. Yeah, they can also they be can tall. Also, yeah. yeah. I mean, they always have who beards. Who the fuck I sets up all these <laughs> definitions? I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I like a shy person. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I like people who, when they get nervous, their fingers tremble. Oh. Yeah, I know. I like vulnerability. I think there's a sensitiveness. Yeah, sensitive. Yeah, yeah, I like sensitive men. I basically like a man who is not a man, you know? <laughs> like, I like I want a man to be a human being, which is a, a person who cries, mm. shows emotions, mm-hmm. you know, can be feminine, can be masculine. Yeah. You know, I don't want a man-man. I mean, talk about, or talk, talk about all these traits. I really like Eddie Redmayne. Oh, Red- yeah. Isn't yeah. he a singer as well? He's great. Yeah. I, I like the subtle shyness and just very easy to approach. Wait, are you talking about and... the guy who played Stephen Hawking's? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. and Danish Girl. Oh, I'm talking about yeah. Danish Girl. Mm. This week is the trans... Gender Awareness Week. Oh my god! I should be watching that movie. Yeah, right. I should watch Danish Girl this week. Cool. Yeah, so I really like him yeah. as an actor. I don't know about him in real life, yeah. but the I think the roles that he play really have a certain vulnerability yeah. and shows the like this um, gentleness of of what it means to yeah. be a man. Of what what can yeah, yeah what it, can it mean to be a man? Yeah, I have to say, um, uh, mm. Matthew Good is also a beautiful actor who I feel like has played a. I think he played a movie with Colin Firth where they're both gay and they were both really beautiful in it. Matthew Good is, like, gorgeous. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tend to be really attracted to, like, really butch women and really feminine men. 
seriously. Like I just, yeah, I love men who look like women. It's just they're so we beautiful. Just have to a neutral, neutral, yeah. you know, like the center point. Yeah, which is good. Like they're not extreme muscular, yeah. or extreme feminine. I know, like the worst type yeah. of man in my vocabulary, my book, my Bible is like um someone who's like is like an NRL player, NFL player. Those dudes, oh. like their physical type, ugh, kill me. And the attitude, yeah, rapists the basically. Attitude's worse. <laughs> Your words, not mine. You might be embarrassed. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Oh, I'm not accusing anyone specifically. Um, so, uh, beta males, physical trait-wise, um, they tend to not go to the gym, but they play team sports instead. That's my own observation. I feel like beta males are more like into team sports. Yeah. What, the guys run the frisbee teams? Yeah, like I, uh, I, one reason why I love Ultimate Frisbee, um, I used to play really competitive Ultimate Frisbee is because like mm. everyone, every guy was a beta male. They were nice. Mm. They were really nice. Like nobody was, aggr- mm-hmm. you can't be an alpha male and play Ultimate Frisbee because Ultimate Frisbee is not umpired. There's no, there's no umpire or, um, mm-hmm. um, you just have to you be ha- Yeah, it's self, it's self umpired. And so yeah. you can't have an ego wh- when you play Ultimate Frisbee. You can't, yeah. yeah. There's no leader or anything. There's a captain, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, with the with the guys I've seen in the climbing centers. Which oh, climbing I is also another beta yeah. male sport. Yeah, I think most of the guys I I met there are quite nice. Yeah. Not that I'm going there intentionally to be guys. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> but the instructors and you know just the young kids and yeah, they're not. I don't feel like any of them are alpha maybe one or two yeah yeah that's just very showy yeah apart from that they're all very nice i i also like recently i've taken up skating and i've realized when i'm all the men that Mm. i meet at skating parks they're also beta males like skaters are Mm. skater males are really nice Mm -hmm. and they're not like aggressive they're really sweet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anything else you want to say about beta males helen before we move on to apparently the lowest of men like (laughs) i'm just like lowest is not my category by the way this is like what people have put online yeah, the mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just don't like, you know, calling beta males that it's a lower category. I think they've got their positivities. You know? I know. I don't. Th- I think they're high. Like for me, the sexiest kind of man is like, according to society, would be the most unattractive man. <laughs> like I'm always attracted <laughs> to the most. You mentioned last week. Um. Yeah. Like I. I. Like when I go to a party, I. I never want to talk to the guy who's obviously all the women mm. are trying to get. A conversation in with like I always want to talk to the the person who's sitting yeah. alone in the corner like eating uh-huh. apple pie by themselves <laughs> I mean I, I don't know if you have a theory of this but I do feel like people who don't look uh, as a mainstream attractiveness they need to work harder so their intellectual level is possibly low higher Absolutely. I yeah. fucking agree with that so much I have to say I completely yeah. wholeheartedly say that yeah, that's Seriously. how I feel as well. Yeah. Like, you know, the guys or the yeah. women who just look 100%, nothing wrong and beautiful and their feature is just perfectly stamped yeah. on their face, you know. I, I just yeah. feel like they don't need to work as hard. Yeah, they've never had to work to be interesting. Attract because they just people get easily. People, yeah. yeah, they just attract people immediately. Yeah, yeah. So the last category according to the stupid <laughs> society that we live in is... These guys who, um, I don't actually throw this term around, omega mm. males. Um, and they're apparent, like I'm reading from an article, amongst humans, the omega male is the type of man that nobody really notices, especially <laughs> in social settings. <laughs> um, he lacks um, self-confidence and usually comes across as being insecure, desperate and low social value when he interacts with women. Um so it makes them look like incels. Yeah, they do. They do sound like incels. <laughs> but yeah. Um. But like when I read about Omega Males, I was just thinking like Michael Sarah is a typical Hollywood guy, who like Michael Sarah is in um Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. He's in um so many films. He's in um Juno. You know oh, the guy yeah. from Juno. Yeah, he's the boyfriend. He's so sweet. Like I, lo- who doesn't love Michael? But he's Sarah, also right? he, is he the guy and who Napoleon played Mark. Zagabur in what's it called? No, no, that oh, was um, okay. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I think he's yeah Jesse Jesse Eisenberg is a bit mm-hmm. beater. He's also kind of like yeah <laughs> hunched. <laughs> um, so Jim uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. Who's it by? Oh, I yeah. feel like Napoleon Dynamite. That character is a mm-hmm. Omega, like the nerd. Mm. Um, 
Jimmy McElroy from Blades of Glory. Mm-hmm. He's definitely Omega <laughs> or Peter. Um, and the dude who Catherine Heigl fucks in Knocked Up is that Seth Rogen? Yeah, I haven't. I, I, I think, think I saw Knocked Up I think like it's ages ago. Yeah, like if you would like more of um, the Beta definition, maybe yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, George George Costanza from Seinfeld. Oh, poor George! <laughs> I know. Yeah, just a weird dude that people feels like there's no connection with anyone. I know, and I have to say, um, those men they don't like. Uh, they they are the way they are because our, our society is so fucking luxus. Yeah, like George is short. He's a bit like chubby. You know, like. Wearing glasses. Yeah, all those. If you're not, if you fall outside the categories of like conventional attractiveness, like it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really hard to feel desired, yeah. desirable. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. And like I feel that way about myself. Yeah, sometimes I think appearances and body image, it's still a very important. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we should do a pot I, about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, well, the discussion we're having today, Helen, it's made me think about, you know, like I love talking about masculinity and what it means to be a man mm-hmm. um, because I think it's important that, you know, when your kids grow up, they live in a world where that question is completely obsolete, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think that's why I, I think it's always been so much more interesting for me to talk to queer or gay men or trans men about what it means to be a man because they've had to think about that question themselves you know outside the norms of heteronormative masculinity Mm. that the world tells them is the like right Mm. air quote right way um yeah this whole like hierarchy and rank thing is really fucked up yeah you know and i think within the gay community there's obviously off obviously also their own language of like the gay alpha male and the yeah i'm sure there is i mean it's just very human to try to Segregate, categorize, and categorize people. Yeah, hierarchy. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So many of these articles, Helen, that I read about alpha beta males are like written by incel typey men. Yeah. I, I realized yeah. I, I saw who just like have this have these really archaic notions of what women want. So, for instance, one of the um, categories or the um, subtitles of one of the articles I read, it says, "Title: What to Know." Oh, so it said, "Want to know the secret to success with women?" Question mark. Like, there is no secret. Just treat us like normal human beings. Um, And then another one was, quote, a woman's search for an alpha male is driven by her instinct to find a man who can protect her and provide for her. I'm like, oh, dude. Like, all the men I've ever dated make less than I do. Seriously. It's just setting such a, like, bad expectations for men. Like, they all all have a very defined, narrow boxes that you have to tick on every of those characteristics and this is what you need to do to police a woman and those those freaking resources are written by men who probably don't consult with you know woman or they are being with someone who just been so obedient to them and say everything yes god i hate that yeah Yeah. mention one more thing one Mm -hmm. uh, website called the modern man so bad (laughs) um has this quote where he says this i quote from the modern man he says it doesn't matter if she makes her own money or is successful in her career. Her instincts are still going to urge her to find an alpha man. That's completely bullshit mm. because I don't want an alpha man. Mm. Um, like, I think I like a man who, like, pays for dinner, but but mm. also, like, I don't really care if he does or not. It's not important to mm. me. Mm-hmm. It's just nice. Just, like, buying me flowers is a nice gesture, you know? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Just treat me like another human being, you know? Yeah. I think you just um, have to do things... By your own standard or your own value. Yeah. Don't follow other fucking people. Yeah. Call themselves like dating coaches. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. It's terrible. It's so terrible. There's this famous guy who wrote the game or something where he taught men how to like pick up women. Uh, oh, one yeah. one guy who works out of LA, he's Asian and Uh like, you know, Asian men tend to be... Um, find the dating scene harder in mm-hmm. the West, yeah. apparently. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, I shouldn't say apparently. They do, um, because of racism and sex. Um, mm-hmm. Because of racism and like, yeah, heightism as well. Like, yeah. a lot of Asian men tend to be, at least the ones I've met, haven't been as tall as white men. Well, they're disadvantaged or in yeah. the dating arena. Um, do you know that there's another type that's called sigma, sigma male? Oh, what's that? 
a man who lives outside of the hierarchy. He does his own thing and dances to his own beat. <laughs> a sigma male is also very attractive to women at the top of the sexual hierarchy alongside with the alpha male. Right. Yeah. Interesting. But so he he's like, does his own is thing. He, right. Is he kind of like Chris McCandless? <sighs> the guy who went into the wild? <laughs> I love that book and that movie, by the way. Emil Hirsch. So hot. I think so. Yeah. Something like that. So Chris McCandless, yeah. if you haven't seen that movie or read the book by John Krakow, go go and do that right now because it's so inspiring. Um, there was a guy who like graduated from Emory in his early 20s wealthy background um he hated being part of the capitalistic world and so he just took himself out and like hitchhiked across mm. america he ended up in a bus in the middle of fair like near fairbanks in uh, alaska and then anyway he tried to live off the land and he ended up dying because he accidentally ate like poisonous berries mm-hmm. so it's very sad mm-hmm. but um he just a great went story. on he just went on and do his own thing yeah i love that i want to be able to do that but i feel like i would die because i'm a woman like as in like I just I just don't feel safe if I'm out by myself alone in the evening in the middle of a forest. Yeah. I will who, definitely who be raped and killed. <laughs> yeah. But I think he must have found some kind of purpose or lack yeah. of purpose that he just decides to do that. Mm. Speaking of um Asian men, I think they're often being yeah. considered as more feminine, like because yeah. in Western nations, you know, um, like you said, their height and yeah, perhaps work-wise. I, I mean, with the earliest immigrants, you know, a lot of men that worked in laundry restaurant and also yeah, accountant, yeah. you know, they're not yeah. very alpha-ish, isn't it? Yeah. And also how the yeah. media portray them as like characters weak compared to yeah, the exactly. white characters in the films. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's often just like the Western lens through which we see our own people, which is really fucked up, hey. Anything else that you want to I think I just or... wanted to add one thing. One thing I do want to say about alpha males that I do prefer, mm-hmm. one trait that I prefer with alpha males over anyone else is that apparently, this is according to a website, that alpha males um, have this change it or, or accept it attitude, whereas beta males bitch about it. And I really like that about, like... I just I don't like anyone who complains about something and just doesn't try and change it. I think it's important, no matter which category you're in, that if you don't like something, fucking do something about it. Don't complain about mm-hmm. it. It's so unattractive, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That's why we say Trump is Trump is like fraud alpha. Yeah. Even though that he's all got the like aggressive traits yeah. of an alpha, but he just bitch about yeah. things and doesn't do things. Yeah, like yeah. my our father always said, you know, don't just use words. Like you have to use actions, kind of thing. And I really, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Exactly, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, why are we having the labels on men? You know, do you think that it's damaging for their mental health? It's exactly the same as like labeling the woman, I think, and also the language. How come women? Are, yeah, how come women are not mm. categorized as like alpha woman and beta woman? I think we do. We do? Oh, okay. Like, as in, there's no language around it. Probably mm. there is if we dig into it. But you, you can always see a social hierarchy in the high school and yeah. in workplace oh, as well. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just very black and white descriptions of the this male or female stereotype. Mm, mm. You know, why do we need to compare with each mm. other? Is it because we need to see our own social value mm. when we compare each other? Yeah, yeah. And also who creates the language and the labels. Yeah. It's the one up on the top. It's always the one with privilege and power to determine what is the mainstream and what should be the, you know, the definition of alpha and beta, etc. Yeah, I think it's so important to not live a life where you lean on the validation or the assessment of people who you Mm -hmm. don't know. Yeah. You know, I only ever want to care about what my friends and family think about me. That's all that matters. Nothing else mm-hmm. should matter. Seriously. But sometimes you don't care as well. You I don't, don't care about what you guys think. <laughs> oh, you don't care about what mom Oh, I never or... care about I mean, you do. What, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Yeah. There you go. Another contradiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I never care about what anyone thinks, actually. Yeah, you're right. So you're pretty much like a sigma. Yeah. I think everyone should just race to a sigma Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, before we end today, um, I just want to share our... A comment from our listener. Um, the their account 
uh, from Instagram. It's called biracial bokeh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. cute the name. Um, they say that this is great. I've just discovered your page and love it. Um, as someone who just moved to Sydney, I've been here a lot for short stints, but this is my longest stay. It shocks me how segregated it is in ethnic minorities. Mm. I've just realized there's no suburb for me. Oh. Uh, so she le- uh, they left the uh, comment under our new town episode. Oh, right. In the comment, they say that I ask, is there a suburb in Australia? Oh, sorry. Is there a suburb for Australia-born female who grew up on a farm but looks Asian ethnic and have enjoyed living in metropolitan cities all around the world? Newtown. I feel like Newtown is it for everyone. <laughs> um, they say that they have been suggested by Newtown but they found that it's a lot like the yoga community. Very judgy if you eat meat, use deodorant, oh, or don't use the yeah. period cup. <laughs> so sorry for them. Really? Mm. I don't know. What's more hips- What's more hipster than Newtown? Um, I don't know. What? Uh, Marrickville and Stanmore. I was going to say Marrickville maybe, uh-huh. but yeah. I guess Marrickville just doesn't have that. At least it's not as pretentious as Newtown can mm. be, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This listener also mentioned that um, a white counsellor told them to move to Chinatown and they say, I don't speak Mandarin. What the fuck? She replied, well, learn it. Can you imagine it? Fucking white counsellor. Oh that's fucked up. No, that's fucked up. I mean, I'm starting to yeah. stress because I'm seeing my psychologist next week and her yeah. surname is Smith. Ah! I don't know how I'm going to go It's okay. Don't worry. I mean, I, my sex therapist is very white. But, like, uh, she's a godsend. I love her so much. Yeah, so, so don't lucky. worry. Like, yeah, it, yeah just try... Uh, just because they're white doesn't mean that they're going to not be able to understand you. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it for today. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fantastic. So, once again, thank you to our listeners. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. We are now on Acast. Please give us a rating, review, and share your uh, sorry share our podcast to your friends. You can find our updates on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Asian Bitches Down Under. We welcome discussions and feedbacks. So we'll chat to you next week. Yeah, have a good week, guys. We'll yeah. Speak to you on the other end of November. Bye. Bye.